Welcome to Skull Stories, presented by Cambria, proud to be the official countertop of the Minnesota Vikings. Tonight, we're speaking with a former member of 3 Deep, Jake Reed, and his wife, Anita, regarding their efforts to assist with Hurricane Ida relief. So let's do a quick look back at another tough loss on Sunday, this time against the Arizona Cardinals. The Vikings lose 33-34 to in a more promising effort that still ended with, let's face it, the wrong result. Once again, we had a few bright spots, Jay. Cousins had another solid outing, 22 of 32, 244 through the air, three passing TDs. But I liked his decision-making in this game. It was a matter of it was not there, pulling it down and running. So I think his decision-making helped him. I I, I think um, there's a bunch of things that go into the, the containment of Chandler Jones, meaning you know he comes off a monster five sack two force fumble game he made some plays and he was but he he didn't dominate he didn't take over and I think that was a just a huge combination of things that Cousins did yeah KJ Osborne continues to to solidify himself as a number three Dalvin Cook 22 carries 131 yards but man that running game was there and you feel like after he hit Peters he lost something there I mean he was he got himself back up and got back in the game, but I just think just lost a little bit. Delvin was definitely moving. Uh, he was had multiple double-digit rushes, making some great cuts, and I think you saw after he got injured, and we don't fully know at this point what it was, but once he kind of injured his, his leg, you could see a couple times really late in the game he went to try to make a typical Delvin cut, and it just didn't yeah, work or, right. Right, so, it wasn't there. It was more, yeah. yeah. He rounded those corners a little bit, and and that's all the difference. You know, that's all the difference you need to go from unbelievable to average or pretty good. Defensively, well, you end up plus two in the take give. You have a pick six by, uh, by Nick Vigil. Daniel Hunter, three sacks, seven tackles. Um, it's just the big mistakes that they have to eliminate. You can't have a 45-second, 76-yard drive, um, you know, leaving guys uncovered. I mean, that those are the big mistakes that defense has to eliminate. We can do this all night, but let's shift gears and talk to our special guests of the evening. Tonight we're talking with former wide receiver Jake Reed and his wife Anita about their relief efforts aiding communities affected by Hurricane Ida. I am so pleased and honored and happy and thrilled to be able to have both Jake and Vanita Reed on the phone right now. The main reason for the call and what I want to start with is 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 you guys put together and got involved in uh, Hurricane Ida in a charity. And could you just tell our listeners a little bit about that and uh, what the details of the charity are? Hi, this is Vanita Reed. Thank you so much for having us today, Pete. We're so excited to share what we're doing um, I am originally from Hammond, Louisiana, and uh, we visit the city often, and we're always trying to do whatever we can to help uh, the community. When we saw the parish, Tanchpahoa Parish, affected by Hurricane Ida, it just broke our hearts. We received several text messages and phone calls from people that you know, you know, that we know. And when it hits home like that, it just breaks your heart. And uh, we understand a lot of our family, friends, and people that we don't even know have been without electricity for uh, 15 days. And some are starting to receive electricity now. But um, when you hear about friends and families that are displaced, you know, the Hurricane Ida affected them in a way that some people have never experienced in their lifetime. You know, we've heard about these hurricanes from our parents long ago, but uh, this generation has not experienced this. So 
Some um, were even living in tents because they just could not um, live in their home. And these are, you know, people that are normally okay and, uh, and living in their homes comfortably, and now they found themselves displaced. So, um, you know, they couldn't live in their homes. They didn't have food. They even didn't have something as simple as water, ice, you know, things that right. uh, we tend to take for granted. You know, we're able, I, I, I even made a post or I went live on Facebook saying, you know, I'm, I'm in Texas. We live in Texas. And we're hot and we work out, but, you know, I'm walking, but I can go inside and turn the air conditioner on and get some water. But I have friends, families and classmates and, you know, people that I don't know that can't do that. So Jake and I partnered up with uh, Feed the Children Foundation. Uh, we've worked with them in the past and they're all about feeding children, families that are in need. Uh, we contacted them and they were excited to work with us once again. So we started a GoFundMe page, and it's called Help Us Feed Hammond. Uh, you could just go to GoFundMe and research that, Help Us Feed Hammond. We're going to feed families hot meals, and then we're also going to give families boxes of food. So we hope to feed them for, you know, a couple weeks uh, with the boxes of food, if possible. But we also want to give them hot meals. So um, it's a GoFundMe. You you uh, Google um, GoFundMe and um, research Help Us Feed Hammond. You can donate that way, or you can go to um, www.feedthechildren.org/slash/help-us-feed-hammond, and that will uh, go towards that truck. Oh, that's, so that's what we have going on. That's amazing. Now, and from what I understand, this uh, was brought to the attention of of the current players in ownership here. Uh, with the Minnesota Vikings, they were, they were you know past the hat, if you will, and uh, the players donated and the ownership matched. So how did that end up turning out? Jake Reed speaking. We called Tom West, and I tell you, Tom have been a great help to us for the players and ownership to donate a large amount to help us with this first truck. Well, you know, you know, and I'm a, I'm a strong guy. It really softened my heart and. And I welled up in my eyes because I know how I feel about the community. And it just made me think and believe that the Minnesota Vikings just doesn't care about their community in Minneapolis, but they care about the community of their current players and their former players and how they are living in, in, their, in the community. So that would make me feel warm and special to being a former Viking and affiliated with the Vikings. So when they stepped up like that, man, I'm telling you, it was a big deal. And it was a big thing for us. So once we get there, we also most definitely going to have shirts and we're going to make sure we put sponsored by the Minnesota Vikings because this big truck is pretty much because of the Vikings. Now, we have a lot of other friends, family, and, and fans that donated. And we don't, we don't by no means want to leave them out. We're going to use that money that they donate. And we're going to serve about four to 500 hot plates. It would be like, you know, baked chicken, red beans and rice, yep. uh, uh, some type of green for that family. And, and other families going to get like uh, like the truck will hold about four or 500 pairs of items and box from Feed My Children. So we, we're thinking about we should be able to feed about a thousand some families on that day. Wow, it's it's amazing, and I, and from what I understand, around around twenty thousand dollars came from uh, just the players and ownership matching what the uh, what the players had donated. So, 
Um, you know, it's yeah. a long it's a long way from Minnesota to Hammond, Louisiana. But if, it must feel great to be able to bridge that gap. It feels real great. It feels uh, real great to do it because we all in this together. You know, so if one part of the country struggles, everybody struggles. You know, even though you don't, sometimes you don't feel it the impact directly, but indirectly you feel it. You you see it on the news, and you have empathy and sympathy for the family. But I'm pretty sure we have some former Vikings players that live in Louisiana. Somehow they can be touched and impact on that. And I would say if we have any former Viking players that live in Louisiana or close to him. They're more than welcome to come out and, and participate in this event and, and help me give out boxing, help me serve the family with the food. So we'll be out there. We'll have uh, uh, photographers out there taking pictures. I'm going to upload a lot of stuff uh, on, on my Twitter and, and to the Viking so we can see, so they can see what they money and, and the good deed that they did uh, was spent for, you know. And so, and I'm, I just love it. And I'm telling you, it really makes me feel so uh, happy and grateful that I was a Minnesota Viking and they stepped up to do what they did for the uh, uh, former players. No, Jake, you, I mean, you, you nailed it with that. And Vanita, I'm sorry, could you just give us the information one more time about where people can go? Yes, two places. Go fund me, and they can just type in help us feed Hammond, help us feed Hammond, or they can go to www.feedthechildren.org slash help us feed Hammond. That's H A M M O N D. All right, thank you. Um, and Pete, yeah, um, I just really wanted to share one more uh, thing regarding the Minnesota Vikings. It really, really touched my heart when I received the message that the Vikings were making such a significant donation. It shows how much the team truly cares. The organization is just class, a class act. And I'm telling you, my husband has not played, as you know, um, you guys haven't played for what, 20 something odd years. And for a team to still care about their former players in such a way is very rare. And the community, and they, they care about what their players care about. That, that spoke volumes to me. I have friends who have played, their husband have played on various teams, and I have not ever heard of a team backing their former players and what they care about as much as the Vikings have. So I just want to say thank you so much to the Minnesota Vikings, the players, the organization, the ownership. Thank you. And for the people in Hammond, Louisiana, I know they are so grateful for Minnesota Vikings. Skull Stories is presented all season long by Cambria, the official countertop of the Minnesota Vikings. We'll be back in a moment with more Skull Stories right after this. Kick off this Viking season with country music star Dustin Lynch live at the Commons at U.S. Bank Stadium on September 26th, leading into the home opener versus the Seattle Seahawks. This free event is open to the public and begins at 10 a.m., presented by Miller Lite and in partnership with K102. Visit vikings.com slash kickoffconcert for details. Now let's get back to our conversation with Jake and Vanita Reed. Jake was one-third of three deep back in the day. I mean, how could they... How can you possibly forget? I mean, there's two-thirds of three deep in the Hall of Fame. I'm saying we need to get all three of three deep in the Hall of Fame. What do you think, Jake? If the other two in, I'm in. Because, as you know, without, without me doing my part, 
it wouldn't be their part. So I think, every, like you said, this team is a team effort. Hey, man, I'm just happy for my other part of the 3D. But, like, most importantly, man, like I said, I'm just happy for the Vikings, you know, just supporting us in this effort, man. It, it, it's just a, it's a blessing. And I have to have other people reach out to me. You know, they want to keep it anonymous and stuff like that. So I won't mention their name. And I'm all about doing the thing the right way. You know, when I played, I was a no-nonsense guy. You're right about all that. About all about my business and never got into any trouble. So for me to reach out for help for the community, I think everyone who knows me knows that I'm about my business and, and serious want to support because I've never been that kind to really just uh, reach out for help because I always think I did it the right way. But just reaching out for help and for people around us that need help, I think that's where my life is now. And just helping others because God has truly blessed me and my family in so many ways. And I know you and Vanita live in Texas, but you're, you're not a stranger up you know up here any longer or at, at all. I saw you just a few weeks ago at the Randy Moss Bass Classic, which was a great time. I know, um, unfortunately, Vanita couldn't make it. I don't know. She might be a better fisherman than you are. I don't know, but we'll you know we'll see. Uh, and then you're also coming out to uh, Alumni Weekend up here with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, are you looking forward yeah. to that event? I'm looking forward to it. I think um, you know the different events. Uh, I told my wife now that my son is my kids are pretty much grown and doing their things now. I have more time to do what I love doing, and that's like coming back and celebrate things like the, the Viking alumni and, and being around some of my old friends. Because that's what means the most now. As you get older, seeing your old friends and, and that you play with and bring up old wash stories and we stretch them a little bit and, and make it seem, you know, like we still can get out there and play, uh, knowing the only thing we we'll do is be a water boy now. But, <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> though, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. You mentioned the kids, and, and we, uh, you know, give us an update on on Jr. Um, I know, you know, he had a great career in Georgia. How's he doing, and what's it like to to go out to L.A. at SoFi Stadium and, and see a game there? Well, the stadium is amazing, beautiful stadium. But I would tell you, you know, just to see him run out on the field in an NFL uniform is is heartwarming and chilling. Just to see that what we talked about when he was a young kid and see his dream come true. Did it mean more to you to see him suit up for the first time in the NFL than it was for you to do it yourself that first time you put the pads on and put the uniform on and got to go out and play? I think it meant more to see Jar suit up because it's just a dream. When you see your kids do well and you actually living through your kids' dream that we talked about it, and you don't know how you're going to get there. You just pray it out, pray it out. You see the judge do his thing on the football field. It kind of, it could bring a grown man to tears. <laughs> you know, you're going to, you're going to like, yeah. you bring a grown man to tears because you want your kids to do great. Whether they're playing professional football, whether they're coming to being a lawyer, doctor, whatever your kids desire to do. And once they reach that goal, it makes you feel proud as a parent. And make you say, wow, I must have done, we, we must have done something right. We've never been in trouble just doing things the right way. So it felt good to see him out there. Every time I walk into SoFi Stadium or just talk to him about the game, it just gives me life, you know? Yeah. Now, now JR is not the only talented Reed of the Reed family. You had Javen Reed, who ran track at Texas A&M. She apparently inherited her speed from her mother. 
um, who, who I remember back in the day, Jake, I remember back in the day talking about Vanita and, and you know, and her, and her ability and her speed. <laughs> so, um, give us an update on Javen. I mean, she was part of, uh, she was part of an amazing track team at Texas A&M. Well, Javen's doing great. She actually, uh, in grad school, uh, marketing at Texas A&M, her four by four relay team broke the collegiate record this past season. That's awesome. Outdoors. And she had one more outdoor season to run. Uh, so she's doing great. She's a very intelligent, smart young lady, talented young lady. And I tell you what, uh, I used to be the fastest one in the house, but I would tell you, no doubt, I am the slowest one in the house now. I can't outrun anyone. I don't even try to even think about racing them. So, but she's doing well. You know, like I said, I'm just proud. I think that me and Belita have done a great job and, I give my wife all the credit, then the, the floor for the kids and the ceiling for the kids, and they just taking off. Vanita, one more time before we go, thank you again, Jake and Vanita Reed, for your time. One more time, could you give the listeners um, uh, the address and where to go if they want to don't if they want to donate to to help the victims of Hurricane Ida? You just go to GoFundMe and Google "Help Us Feed Hammond," H A M M O N D, or you can go to www.feedthechildren.org slash help us feed Hammond, H-A-M-M-O-N-D. And thank you so much for anyone who donates. And thank you so much, Pete, for having us today. Oh. Thank you, Minnesota Vikings. Thank you guys so much. Two wonderful children, you know, and, and Javen and JR. And you guys are, you know, you've earned it. You've earned the right to kind of sit back now a little bit and just enjoy, right? Sit back and just let the kids do the work and enjoy and probably won't be long. You'll be having some grandbabies to run around with, and I can't wait to see Jake as a grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) Telling stories. Have have the little guy on his knee telling stories. Yeah, don't take me too fast. Don't take me too fast. All right, Jake. And all the Vikings fans, you can follow me on Twitter, Jake Reed 86. Jake Reed 86. I like doing that. It just keeps me involved uh, into the game, keep me up with the, what's going on with the Vikings. And, and we're going to talk football, every talk Viking football every every Sunday. The game is on. I love talking to you guys. It's me. It's not a fake Jake Reed. I'm not getting paid to do it. I just love asking questions, answering your questions and talking football. All right, Jake. Well, thank you very much. I'm sure the fans are going to love that as well. The ability to talk to – you know, a former wide receiver, a guy who's done it, you know, part of three deep and be able to get your play-by-play reactions, that would be a blast for any fan, I think. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. God bless and, uh, you know, safe travels back home. Nice hearing from you too, Pete. Have uh, a great day. You too. Take care. You know, thanks again to Jake and Vanita Reed for all their efforts with the with the Hurricane Ida Relief Fund, but... We finally get to host our opener, Jay, this weekend versus an all-too-familiar foe. Let's take a look at the Northern Tool and Equipment Tools for Success versus the Seattle Seahawks. Be sure to get to Northern Tool and Equipment for power and performance. Save on pressure washers, Milwaukee and DeWalt power tools, sprayers, automotive tools, and all those things that guys love to have. (laughs) Well, we've been close for the last two weeks, almost uh, closer, obviously, uh, against Arizona. But, um, you know, defense plays better in week two. We got to do a better job of of sustaining drives and uh, getting on third down. 
But we got the tricky Russell Wilson coming to town, who is, by the way, 7-0 and versus the Minnesota Vikings. Now, you brought up a great point earlier to me off air was, you know, he's only played here twice. One was the was the playoff game here, and I forgot how that one ended, right? Was I don't know what a, you're talking about. Okay, yeah. right. I think it's going to be a little bit different game this year. Yeah, that's the thing that everyone always tends to cite is why are we always playing in Seattle? And I think for us, finally getting them at home, the last time we did play them in 2015, we were playing at the time at TCF Bank Stadium, and first game did not go well. It was 38-7 to loss, but that playoff game, everyone remembers it was the Ice Bowl game, 10-9 <laughs> to loss, and I think ever since then, Every time we play him, that the, the, like we were just talking about with Kyler Murray last week, I guess the way I would describe him is just slippery. I mean, you yeah. think you have him contained, and he finds a way to slide out and make a big play. And I just think Arizona played Tennessee week one, and now Seattle played Tennessee week two. So Tennessee is showing us kind of a blueprint <laughs> as to how to beat these teams because we're kind of built in a similar fashion. It all starts with stopping the running game. Right, Chris Carson is a good back. He's not a great back. He's a good back, and that's what Tennessee did. They just couldn't get the ground game going, and we can't get the ground game going. No one's jumping on the play action, and then Russell Wilson really becomes more of a drop back passer, and he's so accurate on the run. You know, Tyler Lockett is still good. Metcalf is kind of falling off the radar a little bit. He's had three penalties at least in the first two weeks. He didn't play a lot toward the end of the Tennessee game, uh, you know, reporters are asking about that, how he's doing. Uh, you know, coach said he's, you know, he's fine. Chris, you know, coach Carroll said he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. But you don't know, man, we might be see a bit of a changing of the guard there. And don't forget about Freddie Swain, second year receiver out of Florida, five for five, 95 receiving yards and a touchdown a week ago. I think that, that, that number two is kind of shifting. Think about what we were talking about this past week with Arizona. It was, you have three to four really good threats downfield that you have to account for and it's going to be the same thing this week with Seattle like you said even if you stop that running game Russell's got his feet so he can get out and run if he has to if you let them get out in open <laughs> oh, field right. they're going to track meet you down this entire game so again it's going to be another game just like Arizona got to contain a quarterback and you got to play really tight defense on these receivers Reminder, the Vikings game this Sunday will be at 325 down at U.S. Bank Stadium. If you can't be there, be sure to join Paul Allen, Ben Lieber, Mike Mussman, Greg Coleman, and myself on the KFAN pregame show and broadcast all across the Vikings radio network. Thanks again for joining us for another edition of Skull Stories, presented by Cambria, proud to be the official countertop of the Minnesota Vikings. We'll see you all again next week.